This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. And we are coming to you absolutely live from the Victorian Pride Centre on this beautiful Saturday, the 10th of Feb, streaming online at joy.org.au and on the Joy app and on podcast. This is Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9's longest running news and current affairs show. And it is a it is a great day today, the 10th of, of Feb. Uh, I'm Macca. Liam is on the panel. Thank you, Liam. Janet Jukes is my co-host. James is doing program support. Fiona, our executive producer, is here. And James, our podcaster, is listening Good morning, Janet, and we're going to uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about Pride March last week, um, and uh, a, a little bit later in the show, there's uh, a pre-record which uh, James, our podcaster, has has uh, reduced in size a little bit. It's about the in 1996 the first Victorian Pride March, and it's about 14 or 15 minutes, and there's a few people talking about it. And then after that, a name that will ring a bell with a lot of people, Penny MacDonald, who was Pride March president, you know, for many years. Uh, she's going to give us the history of Pride March. But right now, uh, the Victorian Minister for Equality, but also for Housing, Harriet Shing, is on the phone. Uh, good morning, Harriet. How are you today? Not Are you there. there? Are you there, Harriet? We'll just uh, we'll keep a... we'll, we'll keep talking while. Uh... That's all right. I haven't had a chance to say a word yet. There, yeah, Macca. So go. good morning, Macca. How are you? It's good beautiful morning. today. Good morning. Um, so last week's Pride March, uh, I think, was the twenty ninth. And one of the biggest, I think. And, and one of the biggest, despite the heat. I don't know who else was there, but it was. Pretty hot. Well, there, I think. well, there was. It wasn't just hot in temperature. There was some hot, uh, some hot activity. Good morning, Harriet Shing. How are you? Good morning. Good to join you again. It's great. It's great for you to make uh, time today. Now, during the week, Harriet, um, you issued a, a statement about Pride March um, and what happened. Uh, tell us your thoughts and and what you had to say in case our listeners hadn't seen it. Sure. Uh, firstly, congratulations to everyone who was involved in coordinating the biggest ever Pride March. We had more than 400 organisations participating. Uh, uh, so the 29th Pride March was just extraordinary. We had Jacinta Allen marching uh, for the first time as Premier and it's 10 years uh, since Martin Foley was appointed Australia's first ever Equality Minister. So a lot to celebrate and the diversity um, that was part of that march was just extraordinary. What we did see, however, uh, was something that really, really marred the day um, when we had uh, police marching and uh, it was a contingent of around 300 um, people marching, queer um, and gender diverse um, LGBTIQA plus police, uh, the pipe band, um, protective services officers and public servants marching 
some for the first time with their families. We saw um, protest activity occur and uh, it really did uh, take the Pride March in a very different direction and uh, that was a real shame. Um, It was a real shame because we are trying and I think so many people are trying um, to move into a better space, into a space that recognises the importance of collaboration um, between all frontline agencies um, and queer communities. And uh, I think we've got a long way to go uh, and the former police commissioner, Graham Ashton, apologised back in 2019, issued a formal Mm. apology treatment by police um, towards members of our communities. That was uh, repeated and reiterated by Commissioner Shane Patton. Um, A lot of change is happening, but for those police who were marching uh, and joining Pride March on Sunday to be uh, the target of that level of vitriol was, was a really disappointing thing it caused a lot of hurt it amplified a lot of the um a lot of the pain that people still feel but it also created a measure of division that i think has compromised a lot of the good work the, the people who were marching um with big pole insignias and 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 uniforms are the ones who are doing the work within the organization to change the culture and to be visible and to be recognised, that's a hard thing for them to do. And for them um, to be in a situation where, you know, they, they have the right to feel safe. I think that's... all people should at, at Pride, and that didn't happen. I think that's... I mean, that's really the point, isn't it? It's, it's really about how does change come about, I think, Minister, you know, um, and that's at the heart of the question. I was... Um, Involved many many years ago in helping set up the first glows and yes. and um, and creating um, you know it was following the minister the minister for police at the time who said there was no place in Victoria police for gay and lesbian people uh, trans people weren't even on the agenda I need to say yes. um, but um, but I think since then and that's maybe twenty five years ago there's been enormous work in trying to create a, a culture within Victoria police which is more accepting of queer members um, and I think probably for the heart of your statement and what you're getting at and, you, and please correct me if I'm wrong is is really the the um, the question of how do we achieve change it, do we work on the inside or do we work on the outside or do we do both and I think perhaps we do both I think yeah I think we do need to do both and I think particularly at the moment and people who were at carnival uh, would have seen police particularly after protest activity there which caused a number of people to feel unsafe um, people were approached and at close proximity were you know had people yelling in their faces police were then walking around and these were um, uh, LGBTIQA plus folk um, in uniform um, talking to people about the impact of that but we're also looking to police to assist us to be able to hold events that enable us to be who we are and we're looking for those partnerships and uh, the police commissioner and assistant commissioner um, have been part of those conversations. I'm continuing to work with them. The anti-vilification laws that we're in the process of working through to draft, they include police involvement and discussion about how to make sure that members of our communities are made and kept safe and are given a protection under law against hate speech and hate conduct. So we're trying to work with Victoria Police. We also look to Victoria Police to provide us with resources and support, whether it's 
you know, rainbow story time or public events like Pride, whether it's our rural and regional events, police are working hard. Are they getting it right all the time? No. Are they making progress in order to be better? Absolutely. And this is where it's often painfully slow progress. And I do appreciate the enormous amount of history in all of this, but the way in which we hurt uh, the way in which we heal that hurt, I think, has to be informed by by the progress that the organisation is making and is, is continuing to try to make. And we're getting um, some supportive messages through, Harriet. We the, here's one from Mel. Fantastic words, Harriet. As my letter was published, this uh, we need to be building bridges and burning them down. That rather than, and burning them down, building bridges and not, and, not. And not burning them down. Um, <laughs> That's exactly the objective of these groups, which is about burning them down. So I think it's about, you know, saying that we need to, I mean, I do think we need to pe- hold the um, hold institutions like the police accountable um, for I actions. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. And, and, absolutely. and, and obviously we try and do that wherever we wherever we can on, in a whole lot of, uh, but, but at the same time, we've got to give people space to change, don't we? Yes, and it's also about creating safe spaces for, um, for everyone. I mean, it is so hard to swim against the tide of institutions that have historically, as you've pointed out, not been even prepared to recognise LGBTIQA plus folk within um, within their workforces. So for, for, for those people who were marching on Sunday, there, there was an, an element of courage required to do that, not just uh, in showing up in uniform, but also the, the sorts of challenges that we all know, every single one of us across our communities knows personally the challenge and the courage that it takes to be yourself. And there were people marching for the first time mm. and there's a lot of distress that has happened um, for those people, as has happened for anybody in Pride who's had a negative experience that causes them to question um, uh, whether indeed they should be there or whether indeed there's a place for them. I mean, Harriet, I um, I understand the depth of the feeling of, of people about this issue. And, you know, sometimes, uh, won't surprise you, sometimes on air I don't say things that I would say face-to-face, but I'll say this. For more than 40 years, I've been an advocate and and lobbying for my community, and there's one thing that I have learnt, and that is that if you actually want change, you have to engage, and compromise is not both sides agreeing to do something just so they can agree. It's actually about, you know, meeting and having an agreement, simply shouting from the sidelines make, might make you feel good, but it actually isn't productive. You've got to engage. And, you know, I I think that what happened on Sunday was was so dangerous to the idea of engagement and, you know, the Victoria Police are trying to change. The organisation is not perfect. And I think back all the decades that I've observed how police... I remember when Melinda Edwards was appointed as the first colloque. I was on her interview panel. Yeah. And, you know, I look at the change that's happened. There is still a very, very long way to go. And, and I've got to say, Maka, I mean, that back in back in the day, there was we had about 13 what I would call 13 first meetings yes. with Victoria Police, <laughs> um, where we just seemed to go around and around trying to build relationships. And, and, um, and 
thankfully we've got a lot further forward and, you know, we are able to, we have a Minister for Equality and we're able to, yes. and, you know, a Commissioner and we've, and a whole lot of us have relationships with the senior um, police officers so that we can raise issues. And that's something we didn't have 20, 30 years ago. It's something we do have now. Is there work to do? Absolutely. And we know all about, you know, hares and hyenas and yep. and the Laidley um, debacle. Um, you know, well, tragedy, really terrible, terrible um, treatment. But there's still, but there's a voice, there's ways of addressing that with the voice. And I think, Minister, your point about LGBTIQ members of Victoria Police and the importance for us to celebrate their courage in being out is so um, so important. So thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate this morning. it. Thank you. And, and I'm looking forward to the work continuing as far as collaboration and a shared compassion for everybody's history, but also where we want to go from here. The 78ers were a joy to see at Pride and uh, it's it's through an understanding of our history that we can work toward being better um, into the future. So, and, and well done to everybody who was at Pride. It was just another gorgeous day and it was screamingly hot, but it was so lovely to see so many familiar faces and it was like a great big family reunion. Uh, what a joy to be part of it. So well done to everyone who was involved there too. It was. And thanks, Harriet, uh, for giving us you know a few minutes this morning. I know you've got a very busy schedule. Thank you so much. Uh, Harriet is a regular guest on the show, but this was a bit of an unscheduled one. So thank you, Harriet. And thanks. Always a pleasure. See you at the street party tomorrow. Thank you. See you there. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9 with Macca and Janet. Stay with us because guess what? There's more. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.